I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Touch that dial, adjust those bunny ears, because what time is it, Jay? It's time for Drama D's Nuts. I mean, sitcom my face, baby. <laughs> I'm Jay, that's Nick. And what the hell are we talking about this episode, sir? Well, the, 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 this week, we, we're going a little different, we'll, we'll, we'll say. It is a comedy, but it is also a drama. The, the, yes. This is actually... A dramedy. <laughs> so the show that you you chose, and actually a show that I've always meant to check out. Same I've heard here. Great things. Sa- same here. And I always you know, like heard the buzz. You know, it's a cult classic. But what 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 show are we talking about, Jay? Uh, a show that probably defines us pretty well. <laughs> freaks, <laughs> freaks, and geeks. Oh yeah. Yes. Which one would you qualify yourself as? I'll probably be the geek. Yeah, I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess we're, I think we're both a little of both. They call, like, if you want to say the burnout crew, the, mm-hmm. the freaks. And the, 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 the geeks would be Sam and his crew, you know, like the, the uh, freshmen, and also people like Millie and uh, and truthfully... Actually, uh, the, you know, like our one of our lead characters, Lindsay, would probably be a geek that became a freak. What network did this originally run on? It and this is another interesting one. This ran on NBC and really okay. Yeah, I I thought it was an ABC show for whatever reason, but this ran on uh, NBC between uh, ninety nine and two thousand. Eighteen episodes. Eighteen episodes of which. Only 12 of them aired, like, originally. The network kind of screwed it up by shifting the schedule around a lot. They were up against a lot of times back in those days. Who wants to be a millionaire when it was on pretty much almost every night? Yeah, that was a huge ratings juggernaut, too. Yep. And then you also had, like, the 2000 election it was going up against and, you know, everything going on with that. It, it, It really didn't get a chance and NBC didn't do it any favors. Apparently, here's a funny one. NBC, first of all, they switched, I think, uh, CEOs at the time. The person that had first greenlighted it wasn't the person that, when it was running. Oh, so its cheerleader was gone. Yes, the cheerleader was gone. That happens a lot. New uh, network head will come in and go, I don't like this fucking... Or they have a beef with some person on the show. <laughs> right. Maybe but, a creator or producer. Go, oh. But but he, he, here's one of the most bizarre things. NBC, they created a website for Freaks and Geeks. But they never sh- would share the URL on the show. Like, you know, like, kind of like, you know, in the credits at the whatever. bottom. Because... It was, you know, like earlier on when, th- you know, things were kind of really rolling and they didn't want the internet to interfere with NBC programming. So they made a website for it, but wouldn't tell you how to get there. 
They should have done what Conan used to do was he found, I guess he found out one time that any website he said on air, NBC had to buy it for legal reasons because if, <laughs> if it was like a porn site or something and he said it on the show, people might sue NBC. Oh my so yeah, God. they should have just fucking put a bunch of <laughs> websites on there. I love Conan. Yeah, they, That's it, when Conan made like, he said he made some joke about like a manatee porn site or something and yes. then oh i remember that one yeah and then nbc had to buy the website so <laughs> he's like well we might as well do something with it and they kept putting up like dirty manatee porn <laughs> oh uh, god there are ways around it i guess well this was in 99 two websites this was, would have been around when um i remember blair witch around this time had that huge it was one of the first big like online marketing campaigns for a movie and stuff and they had a big website and Mm -hmm. i think that was 99 right yeah no that was 99 as well yeah i i I remember that well like basically you know kind of gearing you up to see the movie like a little history on the blair witch and trying to convince you that it's real still exactly yeah the whole found footage uh thing going on there but yeah it's 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 a very strange story how this show was kind of just kind of tossed around and uh you know and the uh network didn't do it any favors well look at all the the talent and people that came out of this show was this this was probably most of their introductions to us right yeah a lot of them this was their early like if you want to uh, go to the main cast we had Lindsay played by uh linda card uh cardellini uh what, what do you know her from my first introduction to her, and I fell in love with her instantly, was Velma in the Scooby-Doo movies, the two live action. There we go. Yeah. Um, uh, also, she was on um, recently with with one of your favorite uh, actresses, yeah. Christina Applegate, the show Dead to Me. I will finish that. Now that I know it's ending, I will finish yes. it. I think I watched the first three or four episodes, and I was like, I'll get back to it, and I just haven't yet. Yeah, but. no, it, it's, it's a great show. I, I will say, it maybe doesn't stick the landing at the end. I, you know, but well, they pro- I, didn't they end I'll, it I'll abruptly you, uh, because of... Didn't they end it abruptly because of Applegate's illness? Yeah. I also know her. Uh, she, she was in... Um, what do you call it? The, the Marvel movies. She was Hawkeye's uh, wife. And oh, also- yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, Barely. Uh, she wasn't in it much, though, right? No, she wasn't in it much. Couple scenes, right? Cu- you know, a cu- couple of scenes in like, uh, like, like two, three of the movies, and then also um, when they did the the Hawkeye TV series on uh, on Disney Plus. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, but um, that and also, did, did you ever watch the um, animated show called um, Gravity Falls? I've seen previews for it, but no, I've never seen it. Great show. Also, you, you'd be surprised at the vocal cast. And uh, she's one of the um, the main cast members. Now, wh- wh- why don't we go on to uh, my co- my cousin James. <laughs> James Franco. Are you sure you still want to claim him? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, well, there, there's a lot of Francos out there. He, He's probably he might not be to invited to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, James Franco p- plays Daniel, Daniel Desario. On, on the show, what one of the the burnout crew, and I, I believe he's also the oldest of the burnouts too, because apparently he's been left back twice. I met his brother Dave once; he was nice. Oh, cool! Who the hell created this show? Well, I don't know much about the guy who created it, but his name was what? How do you say? It? How do you pronounce it? 
Paul Feig. I, 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 again, it's spelt like it might be Feig, but I was looking at a pronunciation key and it said Feig, so I'll, I'll say it that way tonight. Looking at his resume, I really don't know much of his other stuff. Yeah, he's he's definitely done some movies. He did Bridesmaids, uh, The Heat Spy. He did the 2016. As producer, though, right? Uh, he's only executive producer on like Bridesmaids, it looks like. I believe so. He, uh, he also uh, directed a uh, uh, film, uh, A Simple Favor. And, oh, uh, he did the female Ghostbusters and Snatched, which are two horrifically bad movies. Yes, but especially in in the realm of uh, sitcoms, he he did uh, he directed episodes of the U.S. version of The Office, Arrested Development, Weeds, Nurse Jackie, Thirty Rock, and Parks and Rec. He directed those. He directed. Oh, he also. Uh, he also, for this show, he uh, received two nominations for Primetime Emmys and two for uh, uh, producing and directing on The Office. And then, of course, the executive producer here, your Judd Apatow, who has gone yeah. on to great success with, with a lot of these same guys. <laughs> exactly. When it's an Apatow vehicle, you will find, you like, put it this way, just... S- spin the wheel and you'll get at least uh, like two or three of these uh, actors, actresses. I think my first I think my first introduction to him was the 40 year old virgin. Probably he did not knocked up and mm-hmm. all those stoner comedies Did he he was probably also involved with Pineapple Express. I believe so. Let, let, let me just uh, double check. Uh, he did the one with what was the one with Adam Sandler? Funny people. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Oh, oh, this oh, is yeah. 40. Yeah. Super bad. Uh, Talladega Nights. Um, what was your Anchorman Two? Oh right, right. <laughs> the, the Big Sick. Yeah, so yeah, he he he's been uh, <laughs> a part of a lot of great films and also uh, TV as well as we've we are now going to see. And uh, are, are were you a fan of Apatow before this or? Uh no, I I remember seeing ads for the show when it was coming out, but. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who these people were at the time, and there was, I mean, I guess other things I was into at that point. Mm-hmm. I would have been, I guess, like 7th, 8th grade when this was on. Yeah, you, you were about 13-ish, right, I think? I was 14. born in 86, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, about 13. Yeah, this was a this was a, a show. This kind of reminded me of like a, uh, kind of like a more grounded Wonder Years, if I had to pick something. Yes, I, I, that- I, I, I. Definitely was going to go that way. Yeah. Yeah. That reminded me somewhat of that structure and, again, being more the dramedy. Yeah. Once we finish the cast here, we'll go into kind of the qualifications maybe of a sitcom and talk a little bit about how this differs a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. But why don't we go into one of the uh, young guys, John Francis Daly. Played Sam Weir. Do you do you know? Uh, he looked very from- familiar, but I can't. I couldn't think of what I knew him from. Uh, did you ever watch the show uh, Bones? No. Nope. Okay, because yeah, he, he actually. I know of it, but I never seen it. He 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 played a uh, an FBI uh, criminal profiler on that show. Uh, and, and he was very good on that show too. We, I feel we like to- I knew him from something as he was still a kid, but 
maybe a little older than this show. Yeah, he, he he's also done a lot of writing work. He was a writer uh, or co-writer on The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, Horrible Bosses 2. Um, let's see. Uh, he actually co-wrote uh, and co-directed the fifth film in the uh, National Lampoon's Vacation film series, Vacation. That was in 2015. That he was a co- starred Christine Applegate. There we go. Ironic. Uh, uh, also... <laughs> Also a co-writer on Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> hmm. Uh, what about uh, Jason Siegel? Yeah. What, he creeped Nick me out on this show. I like Jason Siegel and other shit, but I don't think I liked him on this show. <laughs> really? Okay. You see, see, I, <laughs> he kind of creeped I, me out a little bit. I, I, I liked him on the show. If you want to say of the burnouts, I think he was the one that was... How, how do I want to say it? Like, he was the more accomplished of them until I guess he started hanging out with them <laughs> because like uh, they, they show in the one episode where it's like, he's got all these awards for like, he used to play basketball. He used to be on bowling. He, you know, like all these other things that you know, like activities he used to do. Well, I think the main theme of this show is fitting in is what I, it's like Definitely. they all are trying to change themselves in some way to fit in to what they think is cool. Right. And I think he as well, he thinks that he's cooler, you know, with the stoners and... Right. Uh, the, the the one I was surprised also didn't get much to later, like, was actually Seth Rogen. <laughs> and actually, there was at least one or two, I think, that he wasn't even in that I watched. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, he wasn't in, I think, all uh, 18 episodes. Yeah, there was a, definitely one where it ended and I was like, wait a minute. Was Rogan even in there? I don't think so. He really doesn't have a lot to do in this. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's like, just kind of uh, there. <laughs> early, early on, he's just really background. Yeah, maybe says says a word or two. It wasn't until later on when, like, he he started uh, having the hots for the uh, for for t- Tuba Girl. <laughs> His Amy. part was strange too, because he's kind of like he says the really like dumb kind of like the Kelso in that '70s show dumb lines. But also some of the more smart and sarcastic lines, too. Like, very right. quick. Quick quips. But, yeah, I, I don't think he necessarily comes off as dumb as, say, uh, Nick, you know, Jason Siegel. Like, his his character at times comes off as, like, <laughs> you know, like, just dopey. Uh, Rogan, I feel like, had the most sitcom like, sitcom adjacent lines in this though where it'd be like someone would be upset and they'd be having an argument and having like a real dramatic moment and then it would cut to him and be like that guy's mad about something you know he'd have some stupid line like that yeah <laughs> the um, most oblivious i think of the group and then uh let, let, let's go to uh a, a couple of the uh young ones sam levine is neil schreiber uh, my only other knowledge of him i think is from not another teen movie okay he was one of the nerds in that (laughs) yeah i I think he plays nerd well uh actually there was another girl that showed up uh from not another teen movie there's like a stuttering girl who's like uh, or she has tourette's and she's oh okay so she's like trying to get on the cheerleading squad and she's like did he ass fuck cunt you know do it on there and she's in this too (laughs) as another character a little blonde girl that's a, uh, did, did you like that character, by the way, Neil? 
Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like he's kind of the same character from the other movie, but yeah, he's good. Yeah, I, I, I think you know, like to me, he was kind of like, in a way, like sort of the uh, the geeks, the the young geeks. He was more sort of the not to say the leader leader, but like he kind of tried to be the uh, the, the 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 one in charge. Yeah, he very dressed very much older than he was. Like you know, he 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 dressed really like an old man, <laughs> with with the like the sweater vest type of thing, and yeah, 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 and uh, and like he had more of a an affinity for like things like Groucho and like some of the old uh, like uh, humor. Did he go as Groucho in the Halloween one? I believe he. Wait, did he? Did, I can't. Someone let's, was dre- let's see. Sa- somebody Sam at some robot. point was dressed was dressed as Groucho at some point. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's got to be him. That's right, yeah, because <laughs> the the other one of the young ones um, was, uh, where is his, Martin Starr was Bill Haverchuk, the the, the tall... Best y- character young- on the whole show. Oh. Bill he's, is, he's Bill so is brilliant. Un- he's so understated, which is so great. Uh, but uh, just to let you know, my wife was watching actually a, uh, it was a uh, Comic-Con panel where they had John Francis Daly and him. Apparently, in real life, he's drier than Bill. <laughs> Dude, watching the show, my first thought was, Bill is brilliant. This guy yes. is fucking brilliant. <laughs> he's another one. He looks familiar, but I can't. I don't really know what I know him from. I looked him up, and I think the one movie I really remembered him from was um, was a good old-fashioned orgy or something like that it's called. With, like, Lake Bell and... Oh my god! Like some of his uh, most uh, episodes with one is the show Party Down, which I, I've never watched. It's a, he it's is a, legit one of the most sincere, grounded nerds I've ever seen on television. Yes, I like, totally agree. He is he's so perfectly mundane and not going for the joke that it makes it so much better. Actually, that's the one thing I'll give this show over everything is they don't care if they end a scene with a knee slapper joke. No, they, they everything don't. about this show is real. It feels real. I call this the slice of life type show. Yeah, it's slice of life. And a, a lot of times it's subtle comedy where it's mm-hmm. like you, you, you sometimes have to do a double take what's like wait what 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 did he like especially like with bill like what what, what did he just like mumble uh there you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was my absolute favorite yeah um an- another one uh you know like of uh co- comedy royalty if we'll say uh J- joe flaherty from sctv sctv yep he was and the that, first, like I said, I was watching this and we just did King of Queens not too long ago. And he was the first one. I was like, oh, he was the priest from King of Queens. We talked about how they had two. Mm-hmm. He was one of them. The other guy was the one that played Salem on Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, Neil's dad, when he showed up, was the boss, was Doug's boss on King of Queens. Right. Um, now, the wife, the mom. Yes. Uh, uh, what was her name? Becky Ann Baker. It's, when I was watching this, I can't, I, I don't know. <laughs> She's so grounded and such just an actress in a drama. Yeah. She didn't try to be funny once. And I don't, no. I couldn't, I couldn't decide if I really liked that or I hated it. 
Yeah, you know what? It's like she she was busy being a mom, like yeah. really, like like that grounded being a mom, and sometimes she was in that like, okay, am I overdoing it, or or you know, do I need to pull back some? Like you know, like but that that part of parenthood where it's like, oh, okay, you know, you know, do do I try to be more of a friend of the kid or? I didn't hate her, but when everyone else is kind of funny. And then she was just so not trying at all to be funny. If she felt a little out of place to me, to be honest, but like I, I love though, like sometimes at like uh, I think it was the first episode. Um, Joe Flaherty is as uh, Harold Weird, like you know the the dad. It's like when he's talking about different people. It's like oh, and you know what happened to him? He's dead. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he had all these different stories. It's like oh, and you know where he is now? He's dead. <laughs> there, it was the diary episode, I think. She has a weird moment where she gets upset. Yeah. And she runs to the bedroom and jumps on the bed, like, with her feet in the air and her face in the pillow, crying like a fucking child. And I was, I just kept going, what are you? <laughs> Who are you in this fucking <laughs> world? Like, But you know what? I, I get what you're saying, but at the same point, the dynamic between her and 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 her husband there i i i think they made a good coupling yeah i mean like i said i didn't hate her as much but it was just a strange choice to me and i i think the point is for them to be so fucking vanilla and boring yeah that she, that's what she's trying to escape the main character Lindsay or whatever is trying to yes she doesn't want to be and I think even in that episode she says like I don't want to be like them and she writes in her diary how boring they are yep uh no, and no. that's our that I think that was like episode nine or something the diary one so it's like you already kind of got to know them by that point mm-hmm. yeah real real fucking a boring American uh, nuclear family is kind of and then the the you're you're trying to escape the monotony of it, right? Oh, and she sees her opportunity with the stoners. I want to maybe I'll be one of the cool kids, you know? Right. And, and have we mentioned and, this takes place in 1980 yet? No, we haven't mentioned the, the the time period, and it was one of the things that I also enjoyed because basically by 84, that's when I was in high school. So this is definitely along the lines of my timeline. You were a freshman while they were a senior. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, like, uh, and I have to say, they got the time period great without pushing it. Because, you know, sometimes you're on a show and it's like, oh, we have to show that it's this year. And, like, I, I didn't get that from uh, that 70s show. Like, oh, they, they really had to push it. It's just. It, it it like just came naturally. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is the time period. But I think this one followed that very well too. It's like it wasn't trying to force it down our throats. It's like, oh yeah, guess what? It just you know, like we're in the nineteen eighties now. This is where I found my mistake though, as a horror fan. You ready for this? Oh, okay. So I think it was episode two. He uh Siegel keeps talking about John Bonham dying. Yes. So that's when I looked up. I was like, oh, when did he die? And it's 1980, September of 1980. The next mm-hmm. episode is the Halloween episode. And uh, Lindsay says, uh, we should go see the new Friday. There's a new Friday the 13th, 13th movie. 13th film. Yeah. 
the first movie came out in 1980. How could there be a new Friday the 13th <laughs> film in October of 1980? Because John Bonham died in September. Right. So, gotcha, bitch. Oh. <laughs> do, do not mess with the, the, do the, not the mess horror with the master. horror fan, bro. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, if he died in September, this is, Halloween's going to be in October, and it's the next episode, so it's got to be the same yeah. year. Exactly. <laughs> and and I, I loved in that, uh, 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 I was saying before, the uh, Joe Flaherty in the... Uh, the Halloween episode, she she uh the the wife makes him dress up. It's like oh here put on your costume, and it's it's a Dracula cape, and he, and he like he takes a look at it and it's like, mm. <laughs> and it's because back in SCTV he played Count Floyd who was that was the second job of the news anchor <laughs> who who was on that network of SCTV that like they forced him to be the horror host Count Floyd. <laughs> And watching movies he's never seen before, so he had no way to like break, introduce things. <laughs> break that. this down. And, uh... Yeah, and it's like break this down, and some of them turned out not to be horror movies, <laughs> but they all, for some odd reason, usually were three D movies. <laughs> Who else have we got left? Busy Phillips. Uh, oh, Busy Phillips as Kim Kelly. Uh, Honestly, like, the uh, only thing I ever knew her from was another sitcom that she did with Courtney Cox, that uh, Cougar Town. Oh, right. She was a regular on that with, uh, what was it, his name Ian Gomez, the guy from uh, Norm Show that we covered? Oh, right, right. One thing I will also say about this show that gave it its also, you know, like the time period in that, this show has an, an incredible soundtrack. Like, yeah, and actually on Wikipedia, it looked like a lot of the songs were actually more 70s. So I think the music actually stayed prior to 80. Uh, it was like 70s and just 80. So you don't get more of the music that for that 80 show, you don't get those vibes. You get, oh, when it turned from the 70s, into 1980, and it's like, oh, okay, so you're still dealing with some of the late 70s music and, you know, what just came out. So, you know, like, you had a lot of things. Uh, Van Halen, Rush, uh, you had... Um, well, and the theme song. Oh, yeah, Joan Jett and Blackhearts. Bad is reputation. This, is this the first one we had that was a real song that wasn't just made for the... I oh, the, the Norm you... Show song was a song. But we didn't True. know it. It wasn't like a big hit, I don't think. No, no, it wasn't a big hit, but it's something that Norm liked, like you, you had said, mm-hmm. that you know, like he, he enjoyed that, so they got that to be the uh, theme Well, uh, wasn't it that that was the theme song later, right? Because I think when it first started, it was different, and then because, like, re- remember also how they changed mm-hmm. up the They intro. had the same song, but they changed the opening, I think. Okay, it was just the opening itself changed. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah, this I, might I think, be the first one that's an actual like big hit song, right? Yeah, and I don't think we've done any others. Like, well, maybe "Friends with the Rembrandts." That song may have existed before, but I don't know if it was a hit before. I don't know if it existed before. If it was just like, yeah, they it was just like yeah, it, it hadn't really hit. And then yeah, you know, I guess if you want to technically show. count the "Everybody Loves Raymond" theme, where it's that one. Oh God! 
Ode to Joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm I don't looking know. at the others on the list here, though, and I think all the rest and, and are. Odd, and odd, odd Couple came from the Broadway show, but. And just uh, the the different strokes theme, actually, I heard on an episode of this. Oh, yes. I think Was yeah, it I, the I coach when he prank calls the coach? Yep. And he's you can hear the <laughs> different strokes theme song in the background. Yeah, and actually, different strokes. Um, uh, Bill was also talking about uh, "Welcome Back, Cotter." Um, uh, they referenced Three's Company in an episode. I remember yes, that. Th- oh yeah, they they referenced Three's Company, and they're watching Charlie's Angels in an episode. Correct. So it, it, again, th- this is a lot of the shit I grew up <laughs> with that they're you know watching and you know like listening to. Uh, who was the, uh, the one, was he the teacher with the the hippie looking teacher? He looked so fucking familiar and I couldn't figure oh, out what you're I knew talk, him from. You're talking about the guidance counselor. He's the guidance, okay, uh, yeah, him, I was like, why the fuck do I yeah, know this guy? Me, me, Mr. Rosso, that's Dave Gruber Allen. He. Okay. Him, he looks so fucking familiar and I was like, why do I know you? And I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, well, he's been... All around, he he was on Mister Show with uh, uh, Bob and David. Uh, uh, he and David Keckner, uh, they had a a show called The Naked Trucker and T Bones. <laughs> on oh, uh, that on, actually uh, does sound familiar. Yes, on on Comedy, Comedy Central. Central. Yes, I do yep. remember that. Yep. Uh, he was oh, of, he was on an episode of Milk in the Middle. I think he was yes. one of his teachers. Yes. Teacher. Okay. Yep. yep. I remember that. Yeah, he was one of those guys. I'm like, I know, I know you, but you know, it's cool to see him on something as a regular. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and I really enjoy the scenes with him. Yeah, and always always trying to convince Leslie. It's like, oh, okay, you like, you know, get, get away from the uh, the burnouts, come back and be a mathlete. <laughs> Is it Leslie or Lindsay? I feel like I kept saying oh, Lindsay. Lindsay. Okay. I was Leslie, like, shit. Yeah. Are you wrong or am I wrong? <laughs> no, no, L- Lindsay. Yeah, come back and be a mathlete again. Because that before she started hanging out with the burnouts, that's again she was a geek. She was a, a mathlete, like the best on the team, and like I, I, I guess like she was like kind of like the uh, kind of like almost the, the straight A student. She was like like a like a very smart uh, kid. The the thing that the characters in this are all really well rounded, and I like that even like the bullies for the 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 geeks. <laughs> Are yes. like they all have kind of a moment where they're actually they're human beings. They're not. Yeah. They're not complete piece. They're not what I call Stephen King bullies, where they're just the most horrible rancid human beings. Yes. They're bullies yeah, you, and they're you mean. You can only hate them, and that's it. But that you, yeah, they like, do have like redeemable moments and qualities, and there's there's scenes where you see that they're real people, which is interesting in a show like this. Right. Some some of the other fun people uh, I, I liked that showed up. You had Biff as the, yeah. as as the as the coach uh, gym teacher. I wrote down yeah. Coach Biff. Yeah, Coach Biff. Yeah, Coach Coach Fredericks was Tom Wilson who played in the um, Back to the Future movies. Well, again, it was great to see him on this because I really only know him from exactly. Back to the Future. <laughs> so it's clear that these people were fans. I mean. Yep. Of a lot of these people, I'm sure. Uh, I liked. Uh, now, I, I know we've uh, brought up, but uh, you, you've never really watched Mystery Science Theater, right? 
Uh, handful of episodes is all like okay. handful of movies. Well, you had the creator of Mystery Science Theater, Joel Hodson, who was the clothing store uh, uh, manager at yeah, slash DJ, the guy that uh, s- s- sold uh, Sam the uh, the the disco uh, jumpsuit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did see that one. Yeah. Um. You so he had was the one... DJ in the bowling alley too. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, also. Uh, Trace Ballou, wh- uh, who was also from Mystery Science Theater, was was uh, one of the uh, teachers on the show. I was like, wait a second, hold on, you got that? And one of the people that was one of the writers was J. Elvis Weinstein, who was also uh, <laughs> one of the people from Mystery Science Theater. So you actually had a lot of uh, like uh, callbacks uh, to to them. Okay, so far, like, how many episodes have you watched so far? I think I got seven in, something like that, which okay. they are hour-long episodes. Uh, I was watching on Pluto TV. Is that where you watched as well? No, I actually watched on Hulu. It's on Hulu? It didn't show up on Hulu. On yeah, When I Googled it, it, it didn't show me Hulu, but... Yeah, it, it is on Hulu. That's uh, where well, I've fuck, been watching it. I could have watched it on there without commercials, probably. <laughs> well, was... it's... Oh, you have the uh, commercial-free Hulu? Yeah, I was watching it on fucking Pluto oh, TV shit. with the commercials. They were still an hour long each, but yeah, basically, because um, yeah, like the the episodes were like 45, 47 minutes. This is this is the thing. I was like, do, I I love as a sitcom. I love thirty minutes in and out. Um, mm-hmm. the the pleasure of this show though is kind of in the awkward, meandering moments. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many awkward exchanges where it's just people kind of looking at each other in a what you know, and well, especially when you take into account like like characters like the geek group, yeah, it's like they have you know so much trouble interacting with other people, like it's particularly girls. So so it's like yeah, those awkward exchanges like uh, Sam and Cindy that you know he's got such a crush on. <laughs> well, and it's not, it's. You know, a sitcom is snap, 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 joke, 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 joke. And this one, it's not really jokes. They're like you said, there's funny things in it. Funny things are said. Yep. But they're not jokes. And yeah, it's not the typical. Um, like I said, they're not afraid to end a scene on just a random ass line, and that's it, that makes it more grounded. So in my head, I was trying to debate: Would I like it better? if it was a half hour and snappier or is all of the, the, the essence of the show in those slow meandering moments. And I honestly couldn't decide. I, I, I know what you were saying because I was wondering if it, if it would have been a much different show, if it would have worked more, like you said, sitcom if if it had that shorter runtime, well, for me, a sit- I, I don't I don't know if I would have liked it as much. Yeah, I, 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 well, and it's like sometimes, like did you the episode where she gets stoned, where Lindsay gets stoned for the first time, or whatever. <laughs> there's so much good in that episode. Like, there's so many yep. great scenes, but there are a few where you go, you could cut this, and it would would be the same. It would still be as good, if that makes sense. Now, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, there's definitely. I, th- I think on a lot of works, you know, you could always go back and say, oh, well, yeah, if, if I was the editor or whatever, I probably would have just taken this out or just changed this little bit. But I, I think what they gave us was still a lot of the the meat, 
they 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 gave us what was necessary for the characters, yeah. for them to grow, to they you know like to be who they are, and for us to get everything that's going on. And like you said, the growing up and awkwardness, especially I, well, at the high school. For years. me, like to like the thing I love most about sitcoms though is like the in and out. Like right. you turn it on for twenty for a twenty five minute episode with without commercial or twenty minutes and you laugh and it's over. Boom, 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 in out. This is I don't know if I would revisit this as much, even though it's a very good show. There's not the rhythm to it. There's not the sitcom rhythm, which is good and bad mm. for me personally. Right. <laughs> and again, me not have watched this show prior to this. You had neither. I, okay. I, yeah, I, I had never watched the show before. It's just I know it always showed up on a lot of lists. A lot of and great, I put, yeah, like hidden and, gems and, I, and, I, and stuff. And and I put it put in like uh, what you call it uh, one season sitcoms. And I was doing lots of searches like this, and this came up a lot of times because it's a comedy drama. But yeah, I don't that, think I would consider this a sitcom. Not that I'm saying. Never again are we going to do something like this. I like going out and branching out a little bit into something yeah. like this. I think it's it's helpful in the formula and and realizing what makes a sitcom a sitcom. And there are elements of a sitcom here, right? Um, but it is a little more dramatic. I don't think they never really do anything heavy, though, right? Not in the ones I saw. No, no, no nothing in that sense. Like, oh, so and so died. I think right. one of the heaviest things is actually when Bill. When uh when the bully puts peanuts on his yeah. sandwich and, and that was a great up. episode. That was a great episode. Yeah, and and he's allergic like to peanuts said, also and puts him in the hospital. Yeah. yeah, and this was an episode also that showed the bully. Yeah, actually, you know, like okay, he's not just you know like this hateful, spiteful. Ah, no, it's like no, he's human too, and he reacts like a dumbass teenager would. Like he's he's sorry. But he doesn't want to show his emotion. That bully comes in. And he's yep. Uh, Bill's still kind of like out unconscious, mm -hmm. and he's doing this great speech about like, please don't die. I didn't mean it. You know, I always thought you guys were cool, but you never let me hang out with you. And he has right. like a it's moment. Like you guys were firing off rockets and that. I wanted to go, yeah. and you had said no. So yeah, you know, that that's what stems. You know, like the whole you know, but the the bully aspect it's like oh from that moment forward you're like he was their enemy you know and then when bill wakes up and he the bully comes in he's he don't want to say it to his face but bill's mm. like i heard you and he's like no yeah. i didn't say that he's like i heard you and he, <laughs> you know and he's like hey if you want to come to the sci-fi sci sci convention come to uh sam's house saturday or whatever and the kid shows up on his bike, and he's kind of watching from the bushes, and he sees how fucking nerdy they are in their costumes, and he just goes, yeah, and it just, I can't do it. I just can't do away. it, and he rides away. <laughs> and you're like, that's so real, though. Like, they made him a real person, which is the, the I absolutely love about this show. Yeah, like you said, like, the main difference between him and, like, a bully in, particularly, it seems like movies, because yeah. movies don't, you don't always have the... The time where it's like, oh, okay, you can do over multiple episodes, like build on the character. So in the in, in the movies, a lot of times, yeah, the bully is, oh, you know, this hateful. I spiteful. always call them the yeah. Stephen King bullies because Stephen yeah, King, no, uh, that motherfucker's got way. the most ruthless, fucking ridiculous bullies in his movies. Yep. Stephen King must have got his ass whooped a lot because 
I, I'm guessing, but he's no. got bullies that will who, literally. Who, who, who's laughing now? I guess <laughs> he's got he's got bullies that will just whip out a switchblade and stab you in class. Like that's not a fucking bully. That's a fucking murderer, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's a sociopath, like looking to uh, off people. <laughs> yeah, and all of his bullies are like that. Crazy. Yeah, but yeah, no, I really like the the humanity in this show. I would not call it a sitcom, though. No, I and, and I agree. As I said, yeah, you know, don't don't fault me because I was just going by no, no. The, no, the, and the, I, the, the, the the internet and their classification. So it's like, oh, okay, so this was a one season. I wonder what the official definition of a sitcom is. Is it you think it's like a thirty minute, uh, three act kind of thing? Is that what they're gonna tell me? It may like fall under that. Yeah, but what 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 is you know like what. <laughs> What 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 is the uh, dictionary? Uh, you know, like, uh, you know the uh, definition of sitcom. What defines a sitcom? A television series that involves a continuing cast of characters in a succession of comedic circumstances. That's all I put on. Google. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so so in, in in that light, you you could consider this a sitcom, but again, with what we've watched and the typical. Not to say formulatic sitcom, this definitely doesn't follow the rules. It definitely doesn't follow the rule, and it's not the outright jokes being spewed like left and right. This is more, it's the situations that are the things that you can laugh at, but also show the humanity and, and can be more dramatic you know, at the same time. Yeah, no, I I really enjoyed this, though. And, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of shows out there that are going to be kind of in this vein that I'm sure we'll cover. Right. Well, uh, I, I, I'll tell you one. Like, I think you said you've never watched, but you do have the full season, uh, full series, MASH. Oh, Even yeah. Even though it's not, it's not a, an hour-long show, it's a show that actually started more in the sitcom vein and progressed more into a comedy drama. But was based on a dramatic movie, right? Uh, yeah, well, again, the movie kind of was not necessarily drama, not necessarily comedy. Okay. I haven't seen the movie, but I, I've had people tell me that it's more dramatic, but I, yeah, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, but, but, but with a lot of... I think the movie's actually in that box set, too, if I remember right. Oh, nice. Yeah, by the way, I, I picked up a box set of uh, MASH... And Laverne and Shirley. But, yeah, when, when it comes to, though, like, this show overall, like, did you enjoy watching Freaks and Geeks? I did, and I probably will finish it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean. We're, we're I, definitely going to. Yeah, I'm going to finish. I think I'm going to watch the rest of them. I think, yeah, like, I think I watched seven of them. And there was very few times that I wasn't entertained, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I really like most of the characters. Like, it was weird because the ones that I feel like I know the best are the ones that I didn't necessarily love the most in the show. Like I thought Seth Rogen would win me over a lot in the show. Yeah. And, um, but, like I said, it wasn't until later in the show that they gave him more to do. But yeah, I, I would definitely, um, I would definitely say that this was one of my favorite watches of just like anything I've watched recently. And we've watched 13 of them so far. And like you said, I, we're definitely going to uh, finish it up. <laughs> you watched the first 13 in a row? Yeah. Okay. 
I skipped around a little bit just so I could make sure I could cover a little bit of each. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it is episodic still, which I think is also probably a qualifier for a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not really an overlying story, like a, a through story. It is you no. can watch a single episode and get what you need right. for a complete. But, but you know, th- there are definitely callbacks. You know, like in some of the other episodes. One of the things that also suffered, what why it suffered. Apparently, NBC also showed it uh, somewhat out of sequence. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Yep. That that's that's usually kiss of death. <laughs> I love but, that it takes place in Detroit. I think on one episode we did talk about how a lot of the Michigan shows I don't like. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's nice there's a Michigan show that I do like. What? Well, uh, n- name some uh, Michigan uh, sitcoms. Eight Simple Rules. Right. Home Improvement. Yeah, that was, no. Which one? Home Improvement. Okay, you don't like home improvement. I I have a love hate relationship with home improvement. Okay, for the most part, I thought it was pretty brain dead. But Got as it. a kid, I fucking hated it. Wow. Maybe see, it, if when, I watch I was, it again, I'll have a more of appreciation for it. But and and the strange thing is, when I was younger and watched it, I I, I enjoyed it, and I'm wondering, looking back, will I still enjoy it? <laughs> There was a was Martin Michigan was he in Detroit? Martin might have been in Detroit. I think he might have been. He might have been. That'd be a good one. Wasn't there another one we watched that was in Detroit or something? <laughs> now that you're saying Martin was uh, but was partners in Detroit? <laughs> I think that was Chicago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right, Chicago. Because I think they showed the fountain from Married with Children. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cl- close, but no cigar. <laughs> But yeah, we'll get to some more uh, Michigan shows and some more Jersey shows. I'm sure. With the with Although, the Franco drama, there was um there was an accusation on the set toward him. Re- okay, that part I didn't hear. Uh, Busy okay. Phillips um accused him of assault, not sexual assault, but actual assault. Oh wow! I think she said that she had to hit him in a scene, like slap him. Yeah. And when they yelled cut, he fucking freaked out on her and pushed her down and grabbed her and Oh jeez. Okay, no, I I did not hear about that one. I think she said that after a lot of the stuff came out about him, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, apparently also this show got away with some things because NBC wasn't planning on renewing it too, so it's like, oh, okay, you want to say this? Sure, go ahead, say this. Well, they didn't air them anyway, probably. So. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, that those episodes. Say whatever you want. We're air. not gonna fucking air them. I know this this DVD set did come out pretty early in my TV collecting. Yeah, and I think this one is not available anymore on DVD and Blu-ray. Really? Um, Shout Factory re-put it out with all the music and that's what they were looking for so that you know you you didn't have the you know okay fill it with something else or like lose the musical cue so you lose some other you know element you know it was weird i don't know what it was but i remember when this was like out i i there was the other show that was like queer as folk and i feel like i like confused those two shows a lot oh okay <laughs> i don't I, even know why i've heard of but i've never seen because i've never either. seen either one of them but i feel like for some reason i just confused the two all the time when i was younger it's so like i think i kind of thought this show was about a bunch of gay kids and i just didn't know it, it wasn't about 
I don't know. Yeah, I I, I definitely give uh, this show, you know, two thumbs up. But here's the question. Yeah, this is hard. I don't know where to put it. <laughs> That's the question. Where do you put this because in a list of sitcoms it's hard to place something that's not a dramedy a sitcom um and that's that's the thing i'm struggling with because as a show i think it's better than some of these sitcoms but as a sitcom i don't know if it ranks as high i think it's it is like it's it unfair its to compare it to some of these honestly yeah i i, I think really this is going to be its own list because as you said there's going to be other ones we touch on that are more dramedy than pure sitcom you know, i think i'm gonna go ahead and put this this is going to be at number 20 for me Wow. Between, well, and it's just because of the competition. Yeah. Right above it would be Kids in the Hall, Death Comes to Town for me, and right below it would be Different Strokes, which are mm-hmm. both shows I liked, but now we're at the point where even good shows are getting pushed into the 20s. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, if we had to put it in the list of sitcoms, whew, th- th- that's, this is really hard. I, it, I almost want to say it deserves to be a little more middle in my list because... Well, we're at 30, so it's in the top two-thirds there for me, but... This is our 30th show, by the way. Our 30th, well, not episode, but 30th show we've talked about. Yes. Yes, happy show-aversary. Yay! (laughs) Um, I actually would put this... You know what? I, okay, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm gonna do. And th- th- this this may be controversial. I, I'd put it right ahead of on my list that '70s show, but below King of Queens, it would be number thirteen. Thirteen. Wow. Yeah. What are some yeah, of the I, ones below it then? Um, the Oblongs, Andy Griffith, Different Strokes. But okay. yeah, it it actually it. It jumps too ahead of what we just watched, which was which is strange, and, and it's one of those: is it or is it not? Yeah, you know, it's definitely a good show, but I can't in in a with a mm-hmm. healthy heart put it above Andy Griffith or Living Single or even the Norm Show at this point. I don't know. The uh, so h- how do I take that? Do you have a healthy heart? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I found out the hard way. Do you see them fucking bruises on my arm? Oh, boy. Look at this. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, they Ooh, couldn't I, find I, the I vein. And, uh, blood draws, huh? Jesus Christ. They couldn't even find the fucking vein. They're in there digging around. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're just attaching a tube to a dart and just like basically throwing it at your arm at after a while. In case anybody sees this, they just think I'm a fucking heroin addict. Be like Artie Lang. I'm the first guy to get fat on heroin. <laughs> oh, gotta, gotta love Artie. <laughs> He's like, I'm, oh, the only, I'm the only fucking man who got fat on heroin. It might be true. <laughs> now, did, 
I know we haven't myself. discussed it, but did, did we have uh, what's coming next? I know one we had discussed, but I have an idea. If you have a day free next week, possibly. What if we did a nice little ranking of these thirty theme songs? Oh, that would be interesting. Would you like that as like maybe a little bonus? Yeah, a, 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 a nice little bonus uh, episode. We now have 30 shows that we've talked about, and they all got theme songs that we have briefly discussed, but yeah, I think it might be kind of fun to go through these and decide which songs we like. Yeah, I, I think actually we could do theme songs and... As as a side note to it, could also just say which which shows had the best overall music. Just period, because like not just the theme song, but there are also um, other musical cues. Sometimes you hear you know within the shows, and I think some shows just do it a lot better. <laughs> you know what though, a lot of the best music cues are the ones you don't notice. Yeah. The ones that just blend right into the show and you don't even think about. So you might overlook something that's great and you go, oh, fuck. True, but also it's the the, the ones that sometimes you find yourself humming and asking yourself, what am I humming? And you you realize it's one of these like other musical cues that you always hear in a particular show. Like I'll I'll, I'll give you uh, an example like, uh, uh, what's it? The odd couple always has this thing. It's like, it's like, it's like, okay. <laughs> it's a very catchy little quick thing that they that throw in there. sounded like I used to have the Planet Hollywood board game and you hit the timer. That's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> or, or actually, even the Adams Family had some great musical cues too. Mm-hmm. Not, and not just the theme song, which we also discussed last time. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. I, th- I think we can do that. I'm on spring break. I got next nine days off. Oh, damn <gasps> it. Damn it to hell. <laughs> I'm on my staycation. Well, <laughs> nice. Me, me uh, I'm, I'm getting ready. To, to, tomorrow's my uh, wife's birthday. So, happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday. <laughs> so... I guess you know, like uh, in, in uh, you know, if if people want to uh, find us, wh- where can they find us, Jay? You can find us on YouTube. Just search for sitcom my face. You can email us sitcom my face at gmail.com. We're on facebook.com slash sitcom my face. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bidwell fog. He is at twitch.tv slash netnick191. Uh, is that it? That's good enough, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty good. And and hopefully uh, in, in the near future, you'll also see a, a little different setup on our, uh, like on our YouTubes, on our videos. Yeah, I think we're going to do some, um, some real, some real sexual experimenting. Woohoo! <laughs> With manatees, right? With manatees. Conan will be there. I'll make sure of it. <laughs> Brought to you by NBC. <laughs> oh, oh! I guess I guess until next time, though. I want to give a quick what, what, movie recommendation. Oh, if you want to oh, yes, see yes, yes. the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life, you can go watch the fourth 
Jeepers Creepers film on Hulu. <laughs> oh, that bad, huh? I want. It's called Jeepers <laughs> Creepers Reborn. I don't. Jeepers Creepers one and two are fun. Jeepers Creepers three was horrible, and I was like, well, it won't get any worse than that. They proved you wrong, huh? They shot the whole fucking movie on a green screen, Nick. And boy, oh. can you tell. Apparently, it was shot during COVID. So even okay. the exteriors are fucking green screen. <laughs> oh, boy. I wow. never seen lens flare at night. Holy fuck. <laughs> wow. J.J. Abrams you, still hasn't uh, I, that one. <laughs> every fucking movie I've ever hated in my life just doubled its score in my head after seeing this pile of shit. So even if you're not a horror fan and you just want to laugh at some of the worst filmmaking ever, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. It was like when I saw Child, I saw Bride of Chucky and I remember going, well, that was dog shit. And then I saw Seed of Chucky and I was like, you know what? Bride of Chucky wasn't so bad. <laughs> In retrospect. Every movie is, a, is fucking Schindler's List compared to Jeepers Creepers Reborn. <laughs> Wow, that that's some big words there. <laughs> After you watch this movie, you'll be begging Ooh. us to sitcom your face. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, but maybe next episode I'll have a review too. If it depends on when we record, but I'm going to see Scream Six next week, so hopefully it's hopefully it's better than Scream Five, and they don't pull a Scream Reborn on me. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep screaming oh oh no it's, it's like scream six screaming with the creep oh, oh no, no! <laughs> on, that note, on that note what do you think the good folks out there should do for us sitcom my face baby bye-bye <laughs>